I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as f***. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome to season two, episode four. What's up? It is kind of wild that we're here, but I also, we were just saying, since we're recording bonus episodes for the Patreon, it feels like we're a little farther along than four, but... Yeah, it does. It does. We just we just recorded episode seven for Patreon, and we are on episode four for the main feed. <laughs> so there, there's some of that that feels a little weird. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but but it's been cool. We're we're excited to be in season two, and it's been great to hear from a lot of you guys. We've been connecting with you guys and having a boatload of new followers on Instagram thanks to Ashley's reels yeah. that she's doing. So if you're not following on us on Instagram and seeing those reels, you need to go do that. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. It's a very feels like a different season for us. We also talked about that today too. But I uh, wanted to in tandem with connecting with people we received in the bridal breakdown private community facebook group the most raving unintentional review oh my god it was i I, so i was reading it to you we were on i was like oh did you see that and i and i was reading it to you in your face you like your jaw dropped you started to get teary-eyed you were like i need a minute you were like processing like crazy yeah uh i was we talked to this person and they gave us permission to do this. This is coming from Elizabeth. And so we just wanted to share this review uh, partially because I think she is, a, and you'll and you'll hear why, she is a perfect example of someone that had some things maybe not go perfectly on the wedding bumps. day. Road some bumps. speed bumps. Yes, yeah, speed yeah. bumps. But she took some of the knowledge that us and some of our guests were able to share from the podcast and she applied it. And it was just... It was so fulfilling to know that like man, real life we, application was the cool. Yes. Part. Like someone was actually able to take these speed bumps and like not let them derail their day. Yeah. And I know that that meant the world to me and I'm sure it, you know, it meant a lot to you too. It was really cool. So this is what Elizabeth said. She said, well, I officially consider my husband and myself to be a bridal breakdown success story. We encountered nearly every pitfall that you talk about and we stole so many of your ideas. For example... There wasn't, there was, I was going to say wasn't, my mouse is there, my bad. There was an accident on the route to our wedding, which kept our guests from arriving on time. When I entered, many seats were empty. I focused on the people who were there and didn't let it, let it get me down. That point, I'm going to caveat. Yeah, really we're going to insert some in, insert words with that. comment. That was such a small point. That I think these are the things that shocked me is like, these were such... Like they weren't, that wasn't a massive episode talking about like when your guests, like there's not people there, like people, your seats aren't filled up. It was a little point in an episode. And the fact that it impacted enough to stick is like the coolest thing to me because that's never really been a main point, but it is devastating to see the reaction. Oh man. And it happens. It happens all the time. It's way more common than people might think. And this was a little more extreme, I think, with an accident where there's like, a large chunk of people that yes. are getting there versus the normal like set up all too of the many seats chairs are a little too le- you know and then like i see it 
all the time on mm-hmm. typically the bride's face, not mm-hmm. not the groom's, but yeah. it does happen with the guy sometimes to where the look of horror, like what? why did we just put in all this work and no one's going to be here? Yes. And so to hear Elizabeth say like, just mention this like in Pat, like it just felt so, yeah. I don't know, like light and airy yeah. and positive and it, that was like amazing. I agree. I think her mentioning it is a good reminder for all of us. It's a good reminder for everybody. She focused on the people who were there. Yes, so cool. totally. The next thing she said is, we did first looks and almost all of the family photos before the ceremony. I love that I got that time with my husband and with my family, and I would not trade that experience. We also took a photo with all of the guests during our grand entrance. Thank you for that idea. And she shared that in the group. Yeah. It was an awesome stair stairwell photo. It was. On the staircase. It was. But I love that she also, it wasn't just that she got that extra time with her husband. I feel like that's kind of not obvious, but that isn't, that is an obvious perk that you get when you do a first look, you get more time with your husband, but she loved that she got the extra time with her family. Yeah. And that's really, really, really cool to notice. I love that. We got the most amazing photos on the roof of the adjoining parking garage. My train got pretty darn dirty. People around me started to freak out, and I just smiled and said that the train served its purpose and would be bustled soon anyways. If if I was like, if she sent this to me in a text message, I would be doing like 30 hand clap emojis because you've heard me I riff on like this. I feel like dancing. We talked about this in the last episode of season one. This was a small little thing like wedding joy stealers, and this is one of those that like when the it's dress gets dirty, big wedding joy stealer. And typically it's not even the bride. A lot of times it's like a parent, like a mom or like the bridesmaids that like bring it to the bride's attention. They have like horror in their face. Elizabeth, I can just see her now just smiling and being like, it's okay. It served its purpose. And then moving on because, (sighs) and and I think that's amazing. I think that is so amazing, equally as amazing. It is. It's like something that you, you just tell them. And I remind beforehand, like at timeline meetings, I'm like, remember your dress is going to drag. Like that train was made to sit on the floor. Like, yep. sure, maybe not made to get dirty, but like that's collateral damage for it if there being a yeah, train. Totally. Um, so anyways, that was really, really, really cool. And then the last point she makes is every decision that was made for our wedding was intentional. We cut so many traditional elements and opted for elements we loved instead. It was our day. It fit our wedding why, and we loved every minute of our not overscheduled day. Thank you so much for the clarity, joy, and permissions you gave us. I absolutely love this podcast. Makes <laughs> 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 oh, me so giddy. Yeah, that was that was freaking amazing to hear. And so, man, maybe you're someone like Elizabeth who this podcast has made a huge difference in your mental health and your planning and your wedding day. Like we would love to hear more for more people who consider themselves bridal breakdown success stories. Uh, and so, man, you can always leave a review and post those so that other brides who are looking uh, can see like, wow, this podcast, there are people who it's really helped them a lot. Uh, and and so, yeah, we'd small love little to hear pitch from there. You. So great. And we'd love to hear from you. But today, today, on today's episode, we are going to talk about how to make wedding planning fun. Because, which, yeah. You is take it. something that I really, 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 really think everyone can use a tiny dose of positivity, regardless of where they're at uh, on their wedding planning journey. 
because we've talked about this in past episodes and we just did a whole Patreon episode about this, about how we were the difference between where we were in season one and where we are in season two. We're a little more jaded in season one, a little more chip on our we, shoulder. We as in Ashley and Chris. Yes, yes, yes. Us too. And the way that we talk about uh, wedding planning. And so one of our highest listened to episodes was called Wedding Planning Freaking Sucks. I think it's episode two of the podcast. We're a little jaded. We're a little, little salty in that episode. We were and really so, frustrated at that time we in were. our life. And I mean, that entire time period, we were coming off of a really stressful wedding planning, oh, witnessing totally. couples go through like the most stressful year. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, you know, and then we had a ton of friends, wedding vendor friends who were, it was just a really rough year. Everyone knows that. And so we empathize with everyone who has not had a good time wedding planning. And we've beat that drum. Like, I feel like we've made that pretty known. Like, guys, man, wedding planning sucks. And not only does it suck sometimes, it freaking sucks sometimes. And so we wanted to kind of deviate from that drum a little bit and bang on a different one. Yes. And let you know that wedding planning can be fun. And we're going to share a little, a couple of like tidbits on how, what you can do to get the power of it back. Because let's be real, when you first got engaged, and we talk about the this in like the wedding planning sex episodes, but it is so exciting. It is Heck so yeah, exciting. Is. You have been waiting probably, like you probably were hoping that this proposal would come. Oh, I have a, just a teeny, teeny, teeny side note. Teeny yeah, side note. It's a personal it. thing really quick. I, you know, I didn't get proposed to, you know, but my husband and Wait, I. Wait, what? I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No down on one knee or anything. Okay. Did you want that? No. Okay. Not really. I didn't care. I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't care one way or the other. I, I knew whatever I, what I did know is that I didn't want it to be in front of other people. Yeah. So I knew that. Okay. I could, I could really, yeah, that would have not been a good, yeah. good thing. No. So Unlike I Unlike me who decided to like have a group of 75 people there which knowing lara now was probably her worst nightmare is that not, <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> i know crazy I know. but i uh, use the app marco polo like every day to talk to one of my best friends and i was looking through all of our old polos and i found the polo from the day that justin and i decided to get married and i watched it last night no way me telling her i was like so we just left the loan officers office and she basically told us we couldn't get this loan unless we were married and i was like so we got in the car and we said should we get married and you just like see my face processing this because it's like hours later yeah yeah that's why i remember when you guys told us that you guys you came over had came over to our house for tacos yeah and, uh, and you guys told us and you 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 said it so casually too yeah like pretty much like that too like so, you know, we couldn't get the loan, so we decided to get we're, hey. we're going to get married. Yeah, it was really it was really cool. Obviously, but you guys love each other and care about one another. Yes. That's a given. Yes. And then the thing I was like, this is this is just such a Justin and Ashley thing to do. Like just get married <laughs> because it's pra- like it's the practical thing to the do. Practical That's practical thing, yeah. After as long as we were together, it just wasn't going to happen naturally. That's fine. So, my point, <laughs> what got me there is that Wedding planning is so exciting. You've been waiting for this proposal most likely and it's finally here and you're so pumped and you're like putting on your wedding planning pants and you're just like ready to dive in head first. Yes. Sweatpants (laughs) with a glass of wine. But then at some point along the planning journey, it stops being fun 
sometimes like there's like ebbs and flows probably but there's like the initial like okay let's start reaching out to vendors and then no one gets back to you and you're like Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to get information like i want to give you my money yeah yeah and so there's you know there's a couple of those early on that are kind of like want wants yeah and then everybody starts talking to you about wedding planning and that's all you feel like you can talk about is wedding planning because man you're excited but then it's exhausting and you don't want to talk about wedding planning anymore and you want that excitement back. You want a little bit of that excitement back. You want yeah. it to be fun again, right? And we're here to tell you that it can be. It can be, but it takes a mindset shift and it takes, uh, if there was a word that was like the word of our podcast is intentional. Like it truly takes intentionality to keep wedding planning fun. Like wedding planning is not accidentally fun. That that doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. you have to be intentional uh, Absolutely. to keep the excitement, the happiness, the joy, all of it alive, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you're planning the biggest party. I was just telling my husband this last night. You're planning the biggest party of your life and mostly, most for most people. Mm-hmm. You've never done that before. Plus, there's this added pressure that everybody says this is the most important day of your life, right? There's yeah. all of these pressures for it to go right and to make the right decisions and then there is the industry and the tech, the checklists and all the things that you start to get, you're drowning a little bit, right? Yeah. And then the checklist never ends, ever. No. Well, and then it doesn't help when your relationships, it's like, it's the topic of everything. So you're like, I just want a break from wedding planning. Like I, I, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of, of it constantly being this thing that we, that we talk about all the yeah. time. And so the fatigue and so we talked about decision fatigue a couple last uh, week no wait yeah last week and so i mean that that all feeds in and stems into this like getting to a point where you're like then well i I didn't finish that thought but then you get to a point and we have lots of couples like this in the in the facebook group that have told us about this i'm just ready for it to be over Mm -hmm. like i'm ready for it to happen and and they're looking forward to the honeymoon but specifically to it's like planning is planning to be over so So there's one really big key to this when it comes to actually how to do this. And it's celebrating the small wins along the way. Yeah. And so we're actually going to process through and kind of give you guys some examples of this. But what is this, in, in a nutshell, like what does it look like for someone to celebrate small wins? So I'm going to talk about this from the perspective of like being a business owner really quick. Because this is where okay, I, like I do this in my life. And I think that it's applicable in the rest of life and in wedding planning as well. But in business, it, if we don't celebrate small wins, we don't ever get like that refreshment or we don't ever feel like we're making progress because it the tasks never end, right? Yeah. And so celebrating yeah. the small wins currently in my life looks like I just filled up my calendar. So I'm going to treat myself to a massage because I deserve it. Or Is that a real one? Are yeah. you really treating yourself to a massage? Yeah. That's one awesome. that we did a couple of years ago was at the end of our busiest season ever. It was like, we're going to go get our nails done. And that's so if little, you, but... If you want a spa to go... We, Lara and I found the best place to get pedicures in Wichita. Really? And it was like not... Not expensive? It was like the works. It was like an hour and a half service. And I think we both got out of there for one one fifty, 
or like 125 so or like something. So like 70 bucks It's like 75 each. bucks and I think we each tipped like 25. Yeah. Something like that. But it was an hour and a half <sighs> and it didn't stop. Especially after a wet, like wedding season, your feet hurt so bad. Oh my God. It was so, amazing. But it made like you have something to look forward to. Totally. You know? And so that's the concept behind it. And so what it could look like in wedding planning is... And you could just think of all the tasks that you still have left and the ones that maybe you're dreading. And how can you ma- celebrate these small wins? So what's a really good one, Chris, that people may be dreading? Yeah. So let's say that you've just had a really, really, really hard time finding a DJ and you've been like stressed out and you you know, you can't find a DJ's portfolio. And so you're asking your friends, you're just getting DJs all these mixed hard. reviews. Yeah, they are. They are very hard. And so, but let's say you find it. You find the person and it is great and it has been stressful. You guys have been looking for a month, two months and and you do this. A really good way to keep this exciting instead of going on right to the next thing and moving to the next big plan of wedding, the next big task of wedding planning is you go out for drinks. You go out for martinis. You go find some live music. You go do something that celebrates and maybe it even has like a little little theme. DJ's kind of a party vibe. What are you, what are you thinking? No, I totally agree. I love the theme. I love. Oh, the... you look like you. <laughs> you were making a funny face. My oh. my dogs just got really excited, so I like muted myself for a minute, but it yeah. felt pretty quiet. But yeah, let's say so. Again, you decide on a DJ. You decide to go out for martinis. Go find live music. Uh, go see a live band. Something hey, that is fun the for door, the both baby? of you, so that you can celebrate this. Not just small win. It's a big win because you were stressed about it and you were really feeling like, oh man, is this ever going to happen? Are we ever going to nail down a DJ? And then it happens. So you can't rush on to the next thing. You got to celebrate the small wins. Yeah. And in this, because we're going to give you a few more examples. And like he's saying live music, maybe you don't like live music, but maybe you guys absolutely love to go to like the game bar, like the bar that yeah. had like the coffee shop that has like board games, you know, insert whatever it is that you guys enjoy. And these are just going to be a bunch of ideas. But. Or maybe there's a new restaurant in town that's a little more pricey than just an average every Friday night date night. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like five star, but it's just a little bit. And that's a great, perfect opportunity to go and do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you could also look up, I'm just thinking like for cost, because a lot of these things like you just shelled out money and we're going to give you date nights, which a lot of them involve money, but you could look up like free date night ideas and do something like that to celebrate. But another one could be that you just finished your engagement session and boy, are those exhausting to be the freaking fiancés being photographed. Dude, no joke. And then also- And also, it's like you just were stressing out about outfits. Very, very likely stressing out about that. And then watching the weather all week and worried about it. And then you had a great experience. It was a lot of fun. But then how how can they make it even better? So you just finished and you guys agree afterwards, we're going to go see this movie we've been wanting to see and we're going to get dinner and it's going to be chill it's going to be relaxing because we just spent the whole time like laughing and being yeah. in front of the camera, which is out of the norm for us. So let's go do something chill. Let's go to dinner. Let's go to key. a movie. But we talked about it beforehand and we decided and we were both looking forward to this little date night. Or maybe you guys are like bookworms uh, and and you decide to go to bar. I don't know about you, but like going to Barnes and Noble Barnes is Noble's a Barnes and Noble is my vibe. favorite. 
Like you could even do Barnes and Noble and do drinks because a lot of the times they have Starbucks. So you can mm-hmm. go get your favorite Starbucks drink mm-hmm. and you guys can each pick out a book or there's magazines and there's there's all sorts of stuff at uh, lately. One of our favorite things to do is when we want new records, we go to um, Barnes and Noble because they have lots of vinyl. They do. So you could totally. Th- and this is just thinking outside the box. Yeah. This isn't for everyone. But you want to choose something that is fun for the both of you mm-hmm. to celebrate. Like, hey, we just did this. Like, yeah. we're one step closer. Yeah. You got any more? We we can go through these rather quickly because you guys are getting the vibe. You're getting the energy, how this is working. You send out your invitations. That's hard. Talk about addressing every single address. And maybe you're not oh addressing them, but you're collecting all the addresses. That's what I was about to say. The, the, the process of collecting addresses is a pain in the it's ass. It's a task. Yeah. It is a task. And it's not something you can knock out. Like you start it and it might take two weeks. Yep. You know, two so and a half finally weeks to get everything in. Getting those into the mailbox. Afterwards, you could go drop into one of those like live painting classes. You know which ones okay. I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like here we have like Pino's palette. There's Paint the Town. Yep. All the ones where you can just paint something. So you could schedule something like you that the same day. Yes. Pino's palette. You can have your wine with you. Yep. Just something relaxing also creative that one's yeah, pretty and, fun and yep yep let's say that you book your honeymoon okay you can you just dropped a lot of money uh you guys were arguing you know one of you wanted to go to the mountains the other wanted to go to the beach you decided Ooh. to settle for uh i don't know where's where's a, a good settling place is there anywhere that has mountains and beach let's just say Hawaii. You guys could, yeah i was gonna say you Hawaii could go somewhere both. completely you decide hawaii or a cruise you know, something completely yeah. different. You throw the cruise in there. And you did it and you just put a down payment down. And so you just spent a lot of money. But this is a momentous occasion and you still want to celebrate it. You can have an at-home date night with your favorite wine, favorite dinner. Maybe you guys try making homemade pasta. Mm-hmm. That's a whole a whole little challenge that you could do. Or you make a pie with a homemade crust mm-hmm. or, or anything. Uh, maybe think about like, what's a restaurant that we'd love to go eat at? And then what's our favorite meal there? And then let's try to make it at home. Oh, I and love that. And that could be an idea of something that. that you can do. There's so like bonding and teamwork and cooking together. Yeah. And you get to enjoy it and you, you find a way to celebrate it. Yep. You maybe just did your hair and makeup trial, which can be stressful because you might not like it the first time. I have experienced many a bride be very upset after their first one. And I actually just, didn't realize that this was a thing until a couple months ago. Really? One of my brides, like yeah, told the me, trial told or the upsetness? The trial, well, both. Yeah. That like they were really nervous it's about the stressful. trial. And then they had to do, I think there were three trials. And mm-hmm. on the third, it was like, this is it. This mm-hmm. is the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is something like there's a pressure there too, that it has to be perfect. And so yep. it can be draining like multiple brides that i have heard from have like cried afterwards because they're like this is not what i wanted like this is nothing like what i and then they have to be kind of confrontational and tell the artist they don't like it and granted there's like ways that you can go about this so that this doesn't happen that way and like just say it as you go you're like i love this i think i want something a little lighter or you know deviate from there but a lot of the times there's also success stories just be prepared. That one can be, it could be emotionally triggering, but maybe knowing that it could be and knowing a tactic to get through that. We need to have a hair and makeup artist on, by the way. Yeah. That's something we need to do. We had talked about having someone on. Yeah. I think 
we should definitely do that. So yeah, we need to have them on. But something you can do because getting your hair and makeup like photo ready is very different than doing it daily is you could schedule some boudoir photos the same day and utilize the hair and makeup that you already had done yeah, and really celebrate idea. your body by feeling really empowered and good about yourself. Oh my God. And boudoir photos are so much fun. Yeah, I know. I love having my boudoir photos done. <laughs> um, Lara actually threw this idea out. She's like, can I like do boudoir that's not boudoir? Like, does everyone have to be naked? Like, what if I did boudoir and it's just like just an outfit that you feel really sexy in, but you have clothes on? And I was like, I don't know that that's boudoir, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's a different vibe. It's a different thing. That's essentially just a photo shoot. And yeah. she did not like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I mean. Um, um, let's say that you just finished your seating chart and it was something that you were really stressed about because you have lots of different people you're trying to integrate, coworkers, church friends, family members. Lots of scenarios play out here. Lots and lots of different things. And you started to feel some tension rise up in your body. Little, You're getting stressed because you're thinking about relationships mis- mixing together. You get that knocked out. And you guys can treat yourself to some massages. Yeah, go get a massage, deep tissue, couples, and uh, and these are just little things. And that's going to be very motivating to know, like, babe, if we just do this, we can go schedule oui. that massage. And so maybe what you guys do very early on in wedding planning is that you actually talk about creating a budget. Like, let's create a celebrating small wins budget, mm-hmm. and we're going to give ourselves a thousand dollars and. We break it up. So maybe sometimes we spend $50. Sometimes we spend a couple hundred. Sometimes, you know, we spend 75 And that way, you're not having to worry about the financial aspect of like, your finances aren't going to get in the way of you not being able to celebrate. Yeah, because all most of these all in, um, have some money aspect to them. But a couple of free ones that I can just think of off the top of my head is like, when these are done, maybe you hate giving massages. I hate it. It hurts my wrists really bad. My poor husband. Oh my gosh. Yes. It hurts my fingers. It hurts my wrists. But he goes and he picks up his suit or goes and decides on his suit. And I'm going to like use myself to allow him to celebrate that win. And I'm like, when you go do this, when you come back, I will give you a massage. And that is you because you want him to do that. Yeah. It's kind of that's it's kind maybe of something that's a little not bit, as but exciting, but you know, it's, it, it can it can work. I, it I can totally motivate. understand where you're going. Yeah, motivate. 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 So that's the thing. Like that's uh, something another, and it's free. Another idea I had for something that might be free if you guys are outdoorsy people, you guys could go spend a weekend at the lake and just camp. Uh, and I'm not talking like the lake, the lake. You know, there's like the lakes that are like two hours away. And then like most places have a lake that's like within 30 minutes. You just go camp out and spend some time in nature. For some people, that's a vibe and, and they really enjoy that. And a lot of times you already have that equipment. You know, it's just 20 bucks for a camping spot or something mm-hmm. like that. You could think so. of your fiance's love language. That just spurred that thought in me. Oh, that's because really good. Because the touch. The touch. Well, that's like touch and acts of service. If yeah. You give a massage. Yeah. And like going camping is quality time. And so if oh, yeah. both of you share quality time together, then it might light you up to know that you're going to go into the city and go on a walk together and just get a coffee and then just walk around the city. You guys haven't walked around downtown in a while. You know, those yeah. are some very inexpensive ways that you guys can celebrate. It's like after we do this, we're going to go grab a coffee and we're going to walk downtown, go see the new murals or whatever. Yeah. And and guys, the the idea behind this is simply to like, did you ever see like people who would do homework 
and use this tactic as a kid. They would like read a paragraph and there's a skittle. And yeah, or like, like a sticker. Five, yeah, or like a sticker or, or something. Well, yeah. You're just motivating yourself to get through the really stressful aspect of it and then treating yourself and celebrating when you get through that difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's it. That's the concept. We yep. think it could be really powerful and we think that it will absolutely make wedding planning, bring some of that fun back into it. Yeah, absolutely. It can make you look forward to some of the things maybe you're not looking so forward to. And remember, do whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Something you can do right after this is make a list, brainstorm. I love lists. Maybe you don't, but make a list of all of the things that excite you. Maybe some of the things that we said, maybe some of the date nights you've been wanting to do. Maybe just any ideas of things that you enjoy, like go taking a hike at this nearby national park. We don't have any yep. national parks over here, so I don't know what that's like, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a thing. Slightly jealous. Slightly. So maybe that's something. And you just like jot down all the things that you guys like. And yeah. then you can talk to your fiance and say, I want to make a list of like celebratory things that we can do to celebrate the small wins in our wedding planning. And you guys can do this together. And then that way, from this point on, you can celebrate the small wins in the things that you're not looking forward to doing. You have a bank, a list bank of things to pull from when something starts to be really stressful and you're not looking forward to it. You're like, let me pull out that bank. What, what, which one of these are we going to do? Oh yeah. And I can guarantee you, your partner will, when you bring this up to them, chances are likely they are missing you and you guys maybe haven't been connecting as much as you were prior to wedding planning. That's just a reality of wedding planning busy- takes so much time. Yeah, it, it's just a reality of, of the beast of, of what comes with it. So I can guarantee you they're going to be very excited to be like, wow, we're actually going to do things together and it's going to make the process more enjoyable for them. Oftentimes there's one partner, typically the bride, uh, and the other person it does not do as much. That's just typically how it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a very general statement, but that's kind of how it goes. Not only does this bring momentum back into your wedding planning and make it more fun but you do get to bond with your partner which is what this is all about your relationship so i feel like that's a nice little bow that we can tie the episode up with me too Uh, ashley do we have anything else that we want to tell our amazing listeners I don't have anything pertaining to this. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are pretty much everywhere at The Bridal Breakdown. You can join us on Patreon for those weekly bonus episodes. And I think that ties. Oh, we have a YouTube. So if oh, you yep. prefer to listen to this via see our faces. visuals, then you can just go watch on the tube of you. <laughs> and all of those links for all of those things that we mentioned are in the show notes. So we will talk to you guys very soon. Have a fantastic day. See you later. 